0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast, the only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up guys? It's Mark Singh and today we are going to talk about pre-selection. I touched upon this briefly in my previous podcast, but it's important to know that when you have women in your life other women will become more attracted to you. Yes, even ten times more attracted to you if you set it up correctly. Pre-selection coming up next. Here at the Unapologetic Man Podcast, we are thankful for you, our listeners, because of you that we're able to do what we love. So please tell us how we're doing. If you find value in our coaching, please go ahead and give us five stars on iTunes or any other app that you are listening to. As many of you already know, I do offer one on one coaching. And I do have a waiting list now. It's out to six weeks. But if you were to order and you were to get on the waiting list, I will bump you up if indeed you say that you found me on this podcast. I get clients from all over the place, but it's you guys that I really appreciate, you guys that I value the most. So just say, hey, I found you on the UMP and I'll hook you up. I'll bump you up in the uh, waiting list a little bit as much as I can entering into 2020. It's getting pretty crazy. So Uh, hit me up you can also send me an email and ask me what my waiting list is currently look like as of the filming of this I think it's December 28th so things change Uh, it could get longer actually I think it probably will get longer because we're about to launch a new product Um, wing girl Marnie and I are going to launch a new product visualization mastery for dating success and I'm expecting to get pretty busy after that so if you've been thinking about getting coaching with me I'd pull the trigger sooner rather than later but right now it is out to six weeks uh, you can also grab my approach formula. It's gettheapproachformula.com, and to find more about my coaching, it's coachmarksing.com. Check out some of the testimonials on there, bro. Like all those are 100% legit. They all came from real students. I do black out their name and blur out their picture, but you can see the kind of insane results that my students are getting. And some of them even just had one session. So don't be afraid, man. Pull the trigger. We can get you past your sticking points. But again. Uh, We are out to six weeks as of the time of this podcast. So pre-selection, let's get into it. First and foremost, it's important to define pre-selection. Pre-selection basically means when you have women in your life already, then other women will be more attracted to you. There's a saying out there in sales that say, people want what people want, which means when people want something, other people want it. And when it's scarce, when there's not a lot of availability for it, then other people will want it even more. So our job with pre-selection is to show that we have many women in our life. Now, there is a caveat to that. We don't want to show that we're having sex with all these women, but that we have lots of girlfriends in our life. There's lots of girls that want us. I'm going to teach you all about how to do this correctly so it doesn't blow up in your face. But pre-selection is we show that we have tons of women in our life and therefore we're scarce and therefore women will want us more. All right, so a few examples of how this all works. In my previous podcast, How to Tell if a Girl Likes You, I gave tons of examples of how I've set up pre-selection like a mad scientist when I go out to the bars and the nightclubs. Now, this also works in many different ways, and I'm going to show you how to do that. So if you're starting out and you don't have a lot of opportunities with other girls, you don't have a lot of ability to show that pre-selection, I'm going to give you some tips for you guys who are starting out to kind of fake it until you make it as it were. But the best way to do it is to actually have girls in your life, to really bring girls around other girls. And you think logically that it would blow up in your face, but when you do it in the right way, it actually, the only thing that blows up in your face is the attraction that girls get for you. Some of you guys may notice that when you have a girlfriend, suddenly you become a lot more attractive to other women. It's kind of like you had no girls to begin with and then suddenly you get this girlfriend and now suddenly all these chicks are throwing themselves at you and sometimes you're like fuck dude if only i didn't have this girlfriend that i can partake in all this madness but the reason it's happening is again because you have a girlfriend you have been pre-selected you may know that i have a girlfriend her name is marissa and of course she's absolutely gorgeous i mean come on now wouldn't settle for anything less but she's a really pretty girl she's also extremely good at speaking to people she's very charismatic, she's beautiful, she's fucking awesome. Dude, when I go out with Marissa, the pre-selection is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, girls will be staring at me, they'll be trying to get close to me, edging closer, as I explained in the previous podcast, and Marissa's awesome because she knows what I do, obviously, and she actually helps me uh, open girls. I've done lots of experiments with her on my arm, and I can tell you with utmost certainty that not once never once have I been rejected when I opened a girl with Marissa on my arm so I will have Marissa hold my arm she'll put her arm around my arm and I'll go up to a girl in the opener never once in the history of mankind have I been rejected when I had her on my arm sets will blow open girls will be looking at us trying to assess like what we are you know, the, the whole thing just explodes when you have girls like this on your arm. So how can you, as a dude who's just starting off, or perhaps you're a little bit more advanced listening to this, how can you use the women in your life to help you in this way? Can you bring girlfriends with you to the nightclubs? Can you even do day game with girlfriends? I mean, dude, when I open chicks in the daytime when Marissa's with me, it's ridiculous. Like, it just blows open. They're way nicer. They're way more into it. And yeah, they get attracted because it shows, oh, this hot girl's with him. Now, if we don't state outright that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, if she just assumes that we're friends, or even if I say, hey, this is my friend, Marissa, as we do sometimes just to experiment, just to mess around, you know, I've gotten numbers, I've gotten instant dates right there and then, like the three of us will go get some coffee and just hang out. Now, Marissa is absolutely fascinated with attraction, and she likes to see how it all goes down, so it's kind of like the perfect situation for me as a dating coach to have a girl like that who's willing to do that with me, but here's the thing, bro, if you explain... This situation to a girl who's a friend, to your sister, to your cousin, to a classmate, to a coworker, explain this whole pre-selection thing. Say to her, listen, there's this cool concept called pre-selection. Have you ever heard of it? She says, no. And you'd be like, well, what's interesting is girls will be more attracted to a guy when there's a girl with him. And girls get really into this. When you tell a woman about these kinds of things, they get really excited And what you can do is you can work it so that she's going to go help you. Then a week later, you guys make plans go out to the bar and you say, okay, here's how we're going to do it. We are going to approach girls together. You're going to be on my arm. We're going to chat them up. And when you can see it sticking, when you can see that that girl's getting attracted to me, I want you to leave to get lost. And then I'll continue working it. I'll close the number and I'll come back to you. Now, obviously you're intelligent. You want to treat this girl. Well, you want to buy her drinks. You want to take her out to dinner. All the concepts that we teach you for not looking too needy with a girl who you're trying to attract, when it comes to using a quote-unquote pivot, which is what I call them, you want to treat this girl like gold. You want to show her the best time she's ever had, and if you can, you want to hook her up with a guy. Having a girlfriend like that is one of the most valuable things you can do when you're trying to get better with women. If you're trying to get a girl... And she's like, eh, she's kind of into you, she's kind of not, you don't know if it's gonna work out, but she's a fun loving girl who loves to go out and you guys are great friends, then friend zone her. Friend zone her ass. And what's interesting is oftentimes when you friend zone her, when you kind of use her, quote unquote, to get other girls, she's actually gonna get more attracted to you. So, friend zoning girls, making girls into pivots, proving pre selection by having lots of girlfriends with you is extremely powerful. It's like I could give you a fish or I could give you a fishing pole, okay? The fishing pole are girl friends. I actually have a ton of girls upstairs. We're all gonna go out tonight and I'm just doing this podcast to warm myself up because you guys know I like to get warmed up. But when I go out tonight, when I roll into the club with all these cute girls, it's fucking over, dude. It's fucking over. All the other chicks are gonna be looking at me. I'm gonna be pre-selected. Literally 10X is my attraction as opposed to you and I going out together. Could we still do a good job? Yes. I still go out with my boys. I still do infield coaching. But when we have chicks with us, it's just a completely different ballgame. All right. So for a lot of you guys, you're starting out. You don't have women in your life. You wouldn't have that sister, that friend, that cousin. You have no way to do this. Like there's no girls whatsoever. You're starting completely from scratch. You maybe don't want to go to the bars, you don't want to go to the nightclubs, you just want to use some of this to get better with women in your day-to-day life. Okay, I get it. So I'm going to give you some tips to help you out initially to get this started. So as you've heard before, there's the old adage, fake it until you make it, and that's what we're going to do here. When I started out, I would go day game, and I had nobody, I had no wingmen, I had no girls. So what I did, and this is petty, but this is what I did and actually worked, is I took a little bit of lipstick and I just rubbed it right there on my neck. Now, coincidentally, when you do that, it either looks like a girl kissed you there or it looks like a hickey. And the way I did it, it just really looked like it was a hickey. And I would put a couple of them, like pretty obvious, but not so obvious that I did it. And girls would always comment on it. And when they'd see it, I swear to God, dude, I could see their attraction ramp up for me. Um, Just today, I was at Sprouts. I don't know. Sprouts is a supermarket here in Colorado. And there was this pretty cute girl. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get this girl attracted to me. So I was like, hey, um, hey real quick. Um, my friend, she says she needs makeup wipes, but I have no idea what the hell those are. She's a model. She's all into her looks. And she needs these like perfect makeup wipes. So can you show me to them? Dude, when I said that, when I said my friend, who's a girl, who's a model, needs makeup wipes. Can you show me where to get them? I saw her light up. She's like, oh, yeah, over here. And of course, as we're walking over there. I was joking with her. I was dropping charisma. There's also a lot to be said about your frame, your tone, your presentation. This all mixes in. But whenever you talk about a friend, dude, always make it a girl. When talking to women for the first time, I strongly advocate storytelling. I'm going to do a podcast episode about storytelling in the future. But anytime I tell a story about a friend, if it's applicable, I try to say that she's a girl and I try to work in that she's a very attractive girl. There are certain ways to do this. I'm going to talk about this more in the other podcast. But dude, anytime you can work in without looking too obvious now, anytime you can work in that you have hot girlfriends, bro, all the better. And you have awesome opportunities to do that in the first conversation. Okay, so lipstick on your cheek, lipstick on your neck, maybe even lipstick on your collar. Another thing I did, which was pretty funny, is I got this pink yoga mat. Now, bro, bear in mind, this is when I was like 25, when I was first starting out. So I got a pink yoga mat, and I had a girl write on it, Natalie, in big block letters at the top, in very, like, girly writing. And then I would go to yoga class. So I'd walk in with this pink yoga mat with a girl's name on it. Obviously, all the other girls would assume that this dude borrowed it from his girlfriend, from his girl who is a friend, from his cousin who cares who it is, women's imagination runs rampant, and they would think, okay, this guy has women in his life. At least we know that he's socially intelligent enough to have a friend who's cool enough to lend him her yoga mat. So I'll go into yoga, and then I would approach girls with that opener, like, hey, what do you what do you think of my pink yoga mat? Pretty stylish, huh? And they would laugh, and then I'd be like, yeah, it's my friend's. I'm just trying it out. So da 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 da. da. And that's the way I would get into conversations. So that showed some pre-selection there. And it gave me an opener. So if you guys are interested in stealing that one, go ahead and do it. Hair on your shirt. This is a little more subtle. But sometimes after you're hooking up with a girl, you guys know this. You fucking find hairs all over the place. Like I found girl hairs in my underwear from years ago. Like these girls I dated years ago I don't know. Does the shit get like trapped in the washing machine and then somehow get in my, in my underwear, bro. It's gotten me in trouble so many times. Like you're dating a brunette girl. You had sex with the blonde girl a month ago and suddenly one of her hair shows up in your bed. This will get you in trouble. But if you're opening girls and you have like a girl hair on your shirt, if the girl's perceptive enough to see it, or you get a couple of them and strategically place them on your shirt, that's going to help you. It's petty. It's petty. It's really not necessary when you get your other game together and even better if you have a girl with you. But dude, like if you're just starting out, these are some of the things you can do. Another thing I used to do, which is kind of laughable now that I think about it, is I would wear girl perfume. When I would go out and approach girls, either in day game or even in the nightclubs, I would put girl perfume on. Why? Because when she says, are you wearing like female perfume? I would just smile to myself and be like, nah, I just, no, no, I'm not. And just kind of smile. She assumes, oh, it's from a different girl. You want to make it look like you have girls in your life. How can you do that? All right, another brilliant way to do this, and you guys should be doing this if you're not already, is to use social media. I mean, this is one of the most potent, effective, easy things you can do. And if you're not utilizing this, I want you to do it right now. If you're trying to meet girls, bro, this should be your prime directive, this should be your mission for the beginning of 2020, is to go fill up your Instagram, your Facebook, your Snapchat, whatever it is, with girls, okay? Pictures of you with girls doing funny things. Now, here's a couple important principles to keep in mind. With all these things, even when you bring a girl with you to the bar, the harder she is, the more effective it's going to be. So if you have sevens, eights, and nines on your Instagram and Facebook, that should be good. If you have sixes and fives and fours, eh, maybe not so great. Better than nothing probably, but not as powerful. The harder the girl, the more powerful it is. Now, once again, as I alluded to in the beginning of this episode, you don't want to make it look like you're having sex with all these girls, but you want it to be inferred. What do I mean by that? I mean that she should assume you're having sex with these girls. She should guess at it, but it isn't completely obvious. So you don't have pictures of you laying in bed with another girl on Instagram. It might work. It might work with some girls. But some girls are going to get pissed. And I'm going to explain that in a minute. You don't want a picture of you making out with a girl on Instagram and Facebook. Because when girls see that, they get butthurt about it. See, I used to do that shit like in the clubs and the bars. I remember this one time I made out with three girls in a row. I wanted to see how fast I could kiss three girls in a row. And funny enough, I was able to do it pretty fucking fast. But anyway, I did that. And then this girl came up and she started yelling at me with her friends. You're a piece of shit. You're an asshole making out with all these chicks. We thought you were cool. We're going to come talk to you. Fuck you. What does your mom think of you? What, what kind of guy are you? You're a piece of shit. Now, how did I handle that? I smiled, laughed, took it as a compliment. And I said, dude, my mom's proud of me, man. If my mom heard about the fact that I just made out with three girls in three minutes, she would have been so proud of me. Big pat on the back and hug from good old mom right? That's what you want to do. When a chick challenges you, just flip it. I'm going to do another episode, which is going to be frame control, which is pretty much my favorite thing ever. But that's the way I handled it, whatever, unaffected. But when you look like a player on your Instagram and your Facebook, you're going to get heat for it. So your picture should be almost like these chicks are friends, but it could be something more. You guys are having a great time You have an awesome lifestyle, you do all kinds of fun shit, you're a fun guy, you're funny, being funny on your Instagram, especially with girls in it, is really, really effective. There was a study that was done where they proved that women find funny men much more sexually attractive than men who are not funny. Now this should be obvious, but they actually did brain scans of what a woman feels when she's laughing at a guy and it actually lights up the attraction part of her brain. So let's use that to our advantage as well. Let's put funny pictures, funny videos, like us singing to the music in a coffee shop. Like let's say that aha song comes on, take on me, take on me, the best video you can do. And I've done this. Song came on, okay? I picked up my phone and I was gonna do a video. Now I made sure the light came on so the girls sitting next to me knew. This was late at night after we've been clubbing. They were a little bit drunk. I was sober because I don't drink. I turn on the light and I start pretending to sing to it with my fork. Take on me. And what happens? The girls jump in and they start singing. They grab my arm and try to take the limelight. And I'm like rustling the fucking camera away from them, filming myself. That is the perfect video. Why? Because it shows that I'm fun loving. I got hot girls with me, but it's like, I'm not trying to get them into my video. They're jumping into the video. I'm so high value that they're trying to like intrude on my video taking. And of course I very consciously did that. But what's interesting is when you turn on your video, when that light comes on, girls go ape shit, and you want them to try to like jump in on your video. So it's like, I'm not trying to get you in my video, you're trying to jump in on my video, that is the top of the top of the top, and that gives you really good pre-selection. So you're gonna put pictures of yourself with hot girls. Maybe you're snowboarding. You take some pictures with girls smiling at the bottom of the ski lift. Maybe you have a video of you snowboarding. First you come down, then a girl comes down, and then another girl comes down, and she sprays you with her her thing, and then you guys get in a snowball fight. So you kinda see this fun-loving thing. Girls wanna have fun. So you got to portray that you have tons of chicken chicks in your life and that this girl who's looking at your Instagram wants to be a part of that. But once again, you don't want to have it with you hooking up with these girls. It should be inferred, but never said directly. All right. Now here's a few more tips that I never did do myself, but I know guys who did this. There's a website out there called seeking.com, seeking.com. And what you can do on this website is you can hire girls who are exceptionally good looking to come out with you, probably to have sex with you. It's basically like a high-end dating site. These girls are looking for sugar daddies. But if you find a particularly hot girl in your area and you want to hit her up and be like, yo, um, would you come out with me for X many dollars and give me that all-important pre-selection that I've learned about through the Unapologetic Man podcast, hey, that may be something you'd want to do. Personally, in my opinion, if I could go out with a really hot girl, which fortunately I have them in my life already, I wouldn't have to hire them. But if I was in a really bad state, and let's say I moved to Texas, I knew nobody. I might do that, hire a girl who's like an eight, right? Couple hundred bucks, take her to the bar, get the pre-selection ramped up. I'm talking, use her to open thirty fucking sets, then get bunch of numbers, then keep going to the bar week after week and use the numbers that I got as pivots moving forward. Build up my social value. Every time I go to the bar, I come with two or three girls. After that, it's over. Was it worth the $200 investment to get a hot girl to come out with me to do that initially? Yes, because it would have costed me probably that much and more just to do it on my own, and it would have been a lot bigger of a headache. So as I always say, use that head. Use that brain of yours. How can you leverage situations to your advantage as quick and easy as possible? We're all about saving effort, We're all about doing it quickly, and we're all about getting the fastest results with a minimal headache and the minimal time investment. You could also, and this is super fucking petty, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I know guys who have set up fake profiles on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media avenues and literally had a hot girl as the profile, and they would send themselves messages. Hey, I had a great time last night. Let's do it again soon. And they would post it on their wall. Suddenly, you're talking to hot girls on your Facebook. Then other girls who are following you, like on Instagram, will see it. Oh shit, he was out with this super hot girl. Who's this girl? Is he having sex with her? What's his deal? Pre-selection goes into it, bro. Suddenly, you become 10 times more attractive. It's pretty petty, but I'm going to tell you, it works. So do with it what you will, man. That's up to your moral compass. All right, now let's pivot into how to use pre-selection when you do have women in your life. Okay, so obviously, you want to bring girls with you to the bar. I touched upon this previously, but if you can walk in with one, two, three, four, even better, five hot girls, bro, you are a rock star. You have literally 10 x your attractiveness to women when you can walk in with that many girls. Now, I have a way to get girls into your life quickly like that and to walk into bars quickly with five to 10 girls on your arms. That I do share with my premium clients. I'm not going to give it away on this podcast But I have a quick and easy way to get that for yourself and it's super ridiculously effective When you walk into that bar, it is literally like dynamite into the pond It's just over like you walk in first girl you approach if she saw you walk in with those girls. It's gonna open It's you're not going to get rejected And if you have a girl on your arm, you're even less likely to get rejected. So use these things a friend zone girls you know, girls always friend zone dudes, but how many times have you friend zone a girl? I friend zone tons of girls and not only do they get more attracted to me because of it, which by the way, it's okay to have a pivot who's attracted to you. In fact, it's even better because women can sense that, that jealously pot line. and you want to get girls a little bit jealous. Attraction gets developed in the turmoil of emotions. Let me say that again. Attraction is grown and the turmoil of emotions, jealousy, uncertainty, curiosity, all these things that you're going to create in a woman's mind will get her more attracted to you. And dude, if you friend zone a girl and she's attracted to you, it's not your fault. She's your friend. How many times have girls friend zoned you and didn't give a shit about your feelings? Happens all the time to dudes. So why don't we do it back to girls? So few guys do this, but it's ridiculously effective for pre-selection. Not only can you go to bars with them, but you can hang out with them on going to supermarkets, to coffee shops. They're going to be on your Facebook. They're going to be on your Instagram. They're going to be on social media. You have a real pivot here that you can leverage to your advantage. So I would choose a girlfriend if I was just starting out like you are, or some of you guys who are listening are a little bit better. I would choose a girlfriend over a girl that I would have sex with a couple of times any day of the week. In fact, I would work first on cultivating as many girl friendships as you can, then use that as a pivot to get other girls attracted to you. That's the smart way to do it. All right, so as I talked about, go up with a girl, open other girls with her. You could even go open new girls and use them to open up new girls. So I just introduce people to each other. The first set I open, if it sticks, if it's going good, I'll be like, come on, let's go meet some people. And I'll just open up with a girl on my arm hey, this is Kelly. What's your name? What's up, Jessica? Jessica, this is Kelly. So anyway, we were just talking about da, da 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 Boom, it's open. Now I suddenly have three girls with me. Maybe I'll go take them and open up other girls. I consider myself to be the MC of the bars and the nightclubs. I consider myself to be responsible for everybody else's good time. So when you introduce people to each other, when you bring girls onto the dance floor to dance, when you are the MC, that communicates pre-selection. Okay, as I've talked about before, you don't want to come off as you're hooking up with all these girls. Once again, it should be implied. And I know I've stressed this several times during this podcast, but it's so important. I've had clients who have tried to do this and they've told me that they've been accused, as have I, of being a player, of being a piece of shit, of being a slut. Now, if you get that reputation, it's going to blow up in your face. I mean, one of the most common things that girls tell me is how many phone numbers did you get tonight? you're a player, aren't you? How many girls have you had sex with this week? That's why I always keep girls a little bit on arm's length. I give them a little bit, but I also keep them on arm's length, especially girls who are really attracted to me. Sometimes I have to back them up a little bit like, Hey, don't ruin my environment here. Cause if you're making out with chicks, as we found in that previous example, when I made out with three girls in like 10 minutes, other girls are going to get really pissed off at you and they're going to find you disgusting. When it comes to surface that you've had sex with lots of different girls, girls are going to be turned off by that. But when it comes to surface that you're wanted by all these girls and it's not really clear whether or not you're partaking in it, that's going to skyrocket attention 10x every single time. All right, now let's get into when speaking to women. How do you demonstrate preselection when talking to girls, particularly when you don't have girls with you already? Well, first and foremost, as I said earlier, is to talk about your friends as girls. Tell stories of girls in your lives. You can even tell stories about past girlfriends who were models, past girlfriends who were ridiculously attractive. Now, you want to do this subtly because it can come off as real douchey if you do it incorrectly, but I will always, always infer that I have women in my life, and I'll do it in my storytelling. I'll do it in my communication. I've even been known to have guy friends text me a lot of times when I'm on a date with a girl. I used to do that a lot back in my 20s. Like, bro, like text me 15 times in 30 minutes and I'm just going to leave the phone on the table and I'm on this date. When your phone's sitting there going off, when you're on a date with a girl, she's thinking, why is he getting so many texts? Is he that popular? And her imagination is going to imagine that it's another girl. Let her imagination, which girls have great imaginations, conclude for herself that you have women after you. All right, so another important thing is to do dismissive body language. You don't want to lean in. You want to give her space. You want to make it like you might walk away at any minute. This shows that you have options. A guy who has women in his life isn't going to have to lock in the set. One way to not lock in the set is to point your toes away from her when you're talking to her. Rock, which means lean back a little bit when you're talking to her. Make it like you might walk away. When an uncomfortable silence comes, turn your body language away from her. These all communicate on a very subtle level that you have options. You have women in your life. So you're not trying to stick this girl. You're not trying to get her to be something with you. You're just having a conversation. You don't care how it goes. You literally don't give a shit. I was in the bar the other night and I was talking to this pretty hot blonde girl and I was really trying to be as aloof as I could because she's so hot. You really have to like control yourself sometimes and be like, look away, Mark, look away. So that's what I would do. When she'd talk, I'd just be looking around the bar. Then i kind of look at her, kind of look again to the right, kind of look down at my watch, kind of look again, look at her. You don't want to be an asshole about it. But I was very much communicating that like, look, I don't give a shit what happens in this conversation, okay? You are number nine of 20 blonde girls I'm going to talk to tonight that are just as hot as you are. Who gives a shit? That shows pre-selection. A guy who doesn't give a shit about talking to a hot girl, a guy who's aloof and whose attention is hard to get, that develops massive attraction with girls because they're not used to that, especially hot girls. When dating a girl, you want to give her space. Don't always be available. Don't always text her immediately when she texts you. Don't jump at the opportunity to hang out with her every time she says she's available. That's what guys who don't have options do. Here's a question that you should ask yourself consistently. If I was dating five girls right now, How would I respond? Okay. You guys have plans to go out on a date. She flakes. Oh, my cat died. I got diarrhea. I have a pimple on my ass. Whatever. How would you respond to that if you were dating five different girls? I tell you how I'd respond. And this is how I tell you guys to respond. Okay. That's it. Two letter word. Okay. Why do we have that reply? Because she's thinking, oh, is he mad? Is he over it? Does he not give a shit? You say, okay. And then you do not fucking text her until she texts you back. And even when she does text you back, you wait like eight hours because you got to punish that bad behavior of her flaking on you. And frankly, if a girl flakes on me, she's done. When a girl flakes on me, she's fucking out of the races. Or I might reprimand her in a very concise, calibrated way, which I'll get into in a different podcast. But bro, you have to communicate, dude, I have girls in my life. Guys who don't have girls in their life, they're always available, they jump at the opportunity to see her, they text her back immediately, it's like they're sitting by their phone waiting for her to text. And when it goes ding, they get that shot of dopamine, they're so excited, oh what did she say? And then they text back immediately. If you were dating five other girls, bro, you might not text her back for 12 hours. And that's the kind of things you want to do to communicate that you have options, you have pre-selection. All right. So this has been a rundown of pre-selection. I cannot suggest this highly enough. Like I said, if I was starting out again, this would definitely be the place that I start. I would ask myself, how can I communicate pre-selection? What can I do to stack the chips in my favor so that when I go to talk to girls, when I interact with women, it's very clear that I have women in my life already. It's clear by bringing women with me, If you don't have women, then perhaps you'll do some of the subtle things like lipstick on your neck, hairs on your shirt, perfume, tell stories about girls in your life. Even better is in your body language, your tone, your bearing, what you say, how aloof you are, how much you give a shit, what you're trying to do with the conversation. This is why frame is so important and I can't wait to do a podcast on it because it is literally my favorite topic when it comes to seduction is frame control. I'm going to give you guys so much good shit to seek your teeth into. I hope to just blow your mind away with some of this stuff. But you want to control the frame. You want to do all the great things that I've taught. Because ultimately, that communicates that you are pre-selected. You have women in your life. Women want to fuck you. Women want to be with you. And they want to be with you because you give her the best chance of having a child who too will have these high value mannerisms and be able to survive effectively in the world. All right, guys, that's it for me. If you're interested in getting one-on-one coaching, I'm sorry, but we are closed. We have a six-week waiting list. However, if you mention the UMP and say, yo, Mark, I love your UMP. Keep it coming. Can I please get coaching with you? Then I'll open the door to you and I'll try to get you in earlier than my other clients. All right, guys, once again, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next podcast.